Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Right. Just a little warning for everybody. We tell true crime stories. So listeners, beware. Okay. They didn't get that by the little jingle. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I hear it on these other podcasts and I was like, well, do I have to say it again? I mean, it's in our name. It's in the jingle. (laughs) You are just becoming so by the book in your old age. I know. Jeez. 
Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to tell you something yesterday and I didn't because I wanted all of our listeners to hear Oh, okay. a public service announcement. Okay. I took my son to football practice and it's in this parking lot where there's a lot of cars because there's a lot of kids activities around this area. Okay. I hear this car revving its engine like out of control. Yeah. In park. You know, that sound. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking around. I'm like, where is that coming from? So I see the car and no one is in it. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the F? But the car is on. So I kind of go over there and I see a two-year-old sitting on the gas pedal and a four-year-old like creeping, creeping over like in the middle. Stop it. I'm not even freaking kidding you. I was like, dude, these kids are going to one, get themselves killed two, kill somebody else in the freaking parking lot. Right. And then I was thinking the doors have to be locked. Right. Because like this parent is leaving her two kids in the car, which are far too young to be left in the car by themselves. One, two, you for sure lock the doors. No, I freaking opened the door. I opened the door. And I was like, hey, you guys. And they were not even scared. I was like, hey, you guys, you cannot be doing this. This is very dangerous. You need to go into the back seat of your car and stay there. And they were like, okay. And they did what I said. But then I didn't know where this mom was. I mean, I asked some parents, but what the F? Oh, yeah. And then my husband was real mad that I didn't go find the mom. Yeah, because I actually think this intervention of yours was not Karen-ish at all. That is cuckoo bananas. Right? I did. I did I take them out of the car. I know. I think I probably should have taken them out of the car and like gone everywhere I could to be like, who's the parent of this duo? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. So well, anyways... Okay. Well, at least you at least you got those kids back there. That's good. What if they were to turn the car off and it's 100 degrees outside? You know, there's just it's too much for that little of kids. Yeah, no, that's a disaster. I, I leave my kids in the car, too, but they're old. I mean, I confess, listen, my son is 125 pounds, so he is large enough to sit in the front seat. And so, you know, I don't let my kids sit in the front on the freeway. But if we're just going around town fine. Okay. He hits every damn button in my car. He's like, <laughs> I want to open the sunroof. I want to unlock the locks. I want to blah, 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 blah. You know, and, and he's almost nine. So a four-year-old, forget about it. Right? Yeah. I mean, they were just, they were very innocent. They were very cute. I was like, if I was a creep, I could also steal you right now. And your mom didn't even know. I came to your car, opened the door, took care of a situation. She has no idea. Yeah. Well, I missed a situation today on account of us recording. What kind of situation? On Thursdays, my one of my kids' schools has the flag ceremony. And last week, it was a treat for my ears because one of the teachers oh, sang right. Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. That's an extra, right? I don't remember them singing the Star Spangled Banner. I guess the deal is they have like a teacher sing it every week. A different teacher? I think so. So I was like, uh, you know. I would not sign up 
to teach oh at that school, by the I way. Feel, I feel like it needs to be a child. 100%. Not that this lady didn't have a beautiful voice. I'm just saying her and I, we could tear it up at karaoke. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you saved yourself from hearing the teacher this week. Is that what you're saying? I did. <laughs> and also getting out of my pajamas. Yes. Good. All right. Well, it sounds like a very productive short week that we've had. We're starting off Monday now for a full full week in the September. It's it's still hot here. Is it hot there in the California? So stupid. I cannot even. It's so stupid. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. You guys, we have to tell you about a podcast that we absolutely love and we think you'll love too. You're going to hear their promo during our episode, but they are called Killer Queens. If you guys haven't listened, it's two sisters. They are, they tell a great true crime story like us. Gretchy, you like listening to them. They are upbeat and fun. And if you like us, you guys will enjoy Killer Queens too. I really agree with that. Yeah. So check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have a story for me? I heard you did. I do. Let's get it. Okay. Okay, Tab. Today's case takes place in the Canyon City, Colorado. This is not a real big town with the population being around 17,000. I think that's a nice size, right? Eh, I feel like that size is bigger than some cities, but I still feel like you would know a lot of people in town. Know a lot of people, but not everybody. I feel like it's those like two, three thousand places that I I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. I'd always have to get out of my pajamas. Yeah. Oh, you, no, you wouldn't. I think at two or three thousand, like everybody knows your house is messy and you wear your pajamas. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, this Canyon City is about two hours from Denver and only an hour from Colorado Springs. The town offers excellent recreation like fishing and hiking on account of the Arkansas River. And you can get a cute little home there for around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I actually cannot believe that we have never been familiarized with Canyon City before because it is also known as Prison Valley. What? Yes, Canyon City is home to 11 correctional facilities, both state and federal. Whatever you're looking for in a prison, they probably got it. Okay, so most people work at the prison that live there. Yes, most of the residents work for the Department of Corrections, like... The people I'm going to be talking about today. Ew. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to mention that Canyon City is home to the Colorado Prison Museum, which looks amazing. Of course it is. (laughs) Yeah. Adults are $10 and kids are free. So it's on my list of places to go. 100% next time you go to Colorado, you're going. Uh, I've only been to Colorado once, so I don't know the next time I'll be making my way to the prison museum, but I will rely on you for all of it. If anybody's been, I'd love to hear about it. Okay. Yeah, please speak up. Yeah, please. Tell us. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Pamela Dickens grew up in Canyon City. Her family describes her as being a typical teen. Just she got into trouble here and there. She had a little rebel blood running through her. 
So right after high school, when she married Timothy Dickens, it caught them by surprise because Tim was just a real even keeled, nice guy. He served in the army for 20 years and then became a correctional officer like so many others that live in Canyon City. Yeah, I think I'd be real relieved. I have some wild children if they just <sighs> married somebody like real nice right off the bat. Like, right off the hope. bat? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Depends how wild they were. Right. They get yet to, to be determined. Okay, well, Tim and Pam had two daughters, and while they were growing up, Pam stayed at home with them. After the girls were grown, Pam decided to try out being a correctional officer for herself. And so she got her own job at Territorial Prison, which is a medium security prison. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of like that. Taking up a new career late in life. I would try to choose the not medium. I would do like the low security prison. Seems safer. Well, wait. Yeah. Okay. She enjoyed it. Just saying. Okay. Well, from what I understand, this is not the same correctional facility that Tim was employed at at the time. Pam took a real liking to her new job and especially one inmate in particular. His actual name is Russell Hampton, but they call him Rick. So I'm just going to call him Rick. Okay. He was serving time for, did I just say Hanson? His name is Hampton. Hampton. Like the Hamptons. Rick Hampton. Yeah. That isn't that funny. You think Hampton like the Hamptons. And I was thinking like the Hampton Inn. (laughs) (laughs) That's the difference between you and me. It's definitely telling. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, Rick old Hampton was serving time for sexual assault in the first degree which in the state of Colorado means rape, penetration, intentionally and seriously hurting another person by means of physical force, often with a deadly weapon. As the most serious of the assault crimes, first degree assault is a class three felony. So that's real serial. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the exact circumstances of his criminal activity that landed him at territorial prison, but uh, it was bad enough that at the time of his sentencing in the 80s, the judge gave him the maximum sentence, which was 35 years. He got that reduced somehow to 30 years, but he was coming up on possible parole around after serving 20 years around 2003 when this all took place. And Pamela had taken a liking to him. Pam was actually not the first correctional officer to rendezvous with Rick. Is he hot or what? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, a little. (laughs) A little. Like my type? Yeah. I'll tell you what he looked like. He, um, He looks to me like he could play a detective on a TV show. Okay. Not, you remember that prison, prison break, that show? Remember no, those I never, two guys? I never watched it. Oh, I'm God. thinking like NYPD Blue or, you know, 
one of those. You know how okay. the detectives are always like just a little bit hot, but not like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Okay. Well, then okay. not like Prison Break because those guys were like hot, hot. Oh, okay. In a in a bad boy hot way. This in sounds more like he's not a bad boy hot way. Well, yeah, he's like muscular. Well, okay. Well, okay. He was. Respons- you'll send me a picture. I'll send you a picture. He was responsible for at least five correctional officers losing their jobs. For for getting involved? Yeah. They wow, called that behavior. Lot. That's a lot, right? They called mm-hmm. that behavior compromising an officer. Yeah. Oh, well. It's like not the officer's fault. It is the officer's fault. I mean, but he compromised them. He's got okay. a way to, get, you know. So it's it's no bueno. I mean, but they don't punish him because he's already in prison. Right. Okay. I mean, like I said, he's like, he's not unfortunate looking. He's not exactly my type. I think what he's working with is he has this authoritative, misogynist kind of demeanor. He says things like, hey, kid, that's what I got to say about that, period. You know what I mean? Like, personally, (laughs) I get how the whole misogynist thing can be hot for like a second. He's got like this arrogance about yes, him. That yes. And some is appealing people appealing to some women. To some women, let's admit it, they find that hot. Not yes. me, but they do. Okay. Listen, there was a point in time, I think, that you also thought that kind of was hot, as did I. Yeah. Okay. So I mean and then God. We and then up. we grew up. Yeah, exactly. Jinx. Okay. I mean, also. It's like, even if you do think that is kind of hot, I mean, any how can anything remotely close to being a convicted sex offender be a turn on? Yeah, that's not hot. I know, but apparently it was for Pam and five other compromised correctional officers <laughs> before her. <gasps> Pam began a sexual relationship with Rick. How it worked was Rick's prison job was a janitorial position, and Pam escorted him from area to area. Those janitor closets, I swear those are not the cleanest areas. Oh my gosh, so unsanitary, okay? They didn't keep their little relationship under the radar very well because they started boning in May, according to Rick. And in June, the first reports of inappropriate conduct between Pam and Rick started rolling in. Seems Pam's co-workers thought she was taking just a little too long, taking him from place to place. Pam kind of outed herself at one point by calling her cousin, who worked as a high-up intelligence specialist in the Department of Corrections, by asking him, what do you think about Rick? And he recalls telling her something like, I think he's a real bad dude, cousin. Real bad. And her telling him, well, I just don't think he's as bad as everyone thinks. Red flag. Okay. Yeah. Pam continued to bone Rick while she was being investigated for it. But the investigation came to a halt after her co-workers caught up with her breathing heavy and described her as sweaty and nervous 
after a rendezvous with Rick in the stairwell. No more investigation needed. It was obvious. <laughs> okay. It's like, we got to do something about this. Okay. So Pam didn't get canned, though. Can you believe it? No. Yeah. Did she say she didn't do it? No. Well, th- what they did was they just decided to move Rick to another prison. Oh, okay. Well, I that's mean, lucky for her. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty easy solution in Canyon City, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's one of those things. It's like, I mean, they don't want the publicity or whatever. And I I don't think they didn't have any like video footage because it's in like a stairwell. So they're like, we're just going to move him. We're going to they did it kind of like pre-style. Just move him around. Never really acknowledge it. (laughs) Okay. Back then. Okay. So Rick gets moved from medium security to max at the Colorado State penitentiary. The difference is huge. In medium, we know that you can have a job, you know, like Rick was a janitor, be social, maybe even get it in. In max, you only get one hour a day out of the cell to shower or recreate in the yard. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Rick no like it. He no like it at all. He hated it so much that even though his parole was just a few years away, he couldn't take it. Now, he's been in prison for a minute, so he knows how it works and who has the power to get him moved. That would be the inspector general. So Rick and Rick's sister start blowing this guy up and writing him letters saying Rick has valuable information for them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He eventually got a meeting with the inspector general and he spilled the tea that one correctional officer by the name of Pamela Dickens wanted to put a hit on another correctional officer by the name of Tim Dickens. Now, this inspector general man is like, this is not my first rodeo. Inmates tend to stretch the truth when they want to get moved. So he asked Rick to prove it. Well, Rick knew all about Tim from describing his house and cars to dogs. And he also had letters he had exchanged with Pam. Their plan was to get Tim killed and collect his $250,000 life insurance policy. And then Rick was going to use that to start a roofing business. And him and Pam would, you know, ride off into the sunset, never look back. What do you think about that? Good plan? No. No, clearly Pam has never seen an episode of Love After Lockup or she would know that chances of working out like that were real slim. Pam is sounding like this woman that just went off with that Casey guy. Oh, that guard case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People, it doesn't work out. No, it doesn't. And we should also mention that having your husband killed is like, it's a real bad idea. Like her kids were grown and everything too. It's like, get a divorce. Seriously. Go after his pension or something. If you want to like start a roofing business with your prison poo, how much could it cost? I mean, 
When is this guy getting out again? Okay, so he was up for parole in two years. This was 2003. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, it wasn't guaranteed. She must have wanted his life insurance. I mean, why wouldn't you just get a divorce? Yeah, no, she wanted the whole 250K. Yeah, Yeah. so, I mean, gosh. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure this is, I'm sure this is also the prisoner talking in her ear. Oh, completely, right? Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. So the inspector general believed Rick. He thought, you know, uh, this actually sounds like pretty legit. Why would he know all about his house and his dogs and his truck and, you know, everything? Right. And he was willing to move him to another facility if he cooperated in getting Pam to cop to her devious plan on tape so they could, like, charge her ass. They had to involve Rick's lawyer for this because Pam obviously is aware that prison calls are recorded. A lot of people forget. But you're always recorded. Right. But they can't record lawyer and inmate calls. 
So Rick's lawyer agreed to participate in like a three-way. So Pam would speak freely. Okay. Pam sounds like a teenage girl on the phone calls. Wait, how did you get to hear the phone calls? How did I get to hear the phone calls? Yeah. Did Did they release them even though they were attorney privilege? Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't really. It's between her and they would use just the phone number from. Oh, the attorney. From the attorney. Got so it. So that Pam would see that the call was coming from the attorney's office. Right. I get it. And then she would talk to Rick. But the attorney wasn't on really on the phone. No. Yeah. Okay. I see how that goes. Okay. So she's sounding like a teenage girl. And keep in mind, she only had a thing going on with him from May to August. That's like not very long. Side note, this is why I know it works for some young loves, but generally I think it's better to get around, kiss some toads in your 20s and get married around like 30. That way Uh you're not easily hypnotized by the ricks of the world. Okay, so now it goes against your theory of having your kids marry young. You you are so right. <laughs> Only so. if they're like, I just thought I would be relieved, but maybe you are right. Yeah. Yeah, because now, now we're in a situation where you want to kill your husband because you met them so young and you don't feel like you've, you know, messed around in your 20s like you should have. Right. Yeah. So you don't really want that either. No, the last you thing you want you to be doing. You don't want that is... either. Yeah, you're right. Because I think what Pam should have done is maybe dated Tim for a while and maybe some other people then got married later. And then when, you know, nice guy Tim came around, she appreciated being stuck with him, even with all the monotony he comes with. Yeah. Because you have seen what it's like to date, you know, the bad boys assholes, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah. Okay. But she, that's not the decision she made. She decided to cheat with a sex offender. That was real dumb, Pam. Her dumbness was actually so bad. It's pathetic. On her recorded phone calls to Rick, this is what she sounds like. She's like, Rick, I just want to be with you. I just want you so bad, Rick. (laughs) And Rick is like, hey, kid, for sure. Why wouldn't you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, it's a thing. <laughs> he says to her, I think this is one of the only good ideas you've ever had. She's like, oh, yeah, really? Oh, really? <laughs> and he says, yeah, look at all the trouble you got me into. It was your idea to lock me in the stairwell with you. She just like giggles it's like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can can just picture it all. (laughs) It's like so bad. Yeah. They ended up recording about 30 phone calls between Pam and Rick because the conversations went like Rick saying, okay, Pam, so it's on, right? The plan. And he tries to get her to give the specifics. Right. Okay. But she would just say, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I just want to be with you so bad, Rick. (laughs) 
but to charge her with conspiracy to commit murder, like they need her to spill the deets. Yeah, he, she needs to say, yes, it's on. More than that, yeah. My husband's like, an okay. asshole. We need to get rid of this guy. Uh, yeah. So finally, Rick asks her about the life insurance during a conversation, like casually, like, well, shoot, kid. If you can only take out more than 250K, that would be cool. But that would look kind of funny. And Pam says, oh, already done. And Rick Rick said, I don't want to get personal, but how much? She goes, oh, a million. Rick is like, oh, my God. And you know what he's thinking? He's thinking, bitch, I wish you would have told me that sooner before I flipped on you. You know, (laughs) he's like a million. A million, like we all have a price. I can't do max for 250K, but a mil, <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's a lot. Yeah. It's like winning the lottery over here. Right? I mean, obviously, I don't know what he was really thinking. He might be a real decent sex offender who came forward because he just would never want a correctional officer killed out of the goodness of his heart. Maybe. I don't think right? so. I don't think so, though. Okay. So after the prison officials can verify that Pam really did up the life insurance policy, they decided to initiate the next part of the plan to bust Pam. They have Rick connect her with a hitman who is actually an undercover officer. Okay, gotcha. They were, right? They were a little annoyed with Rick because he went a bit off script with his description of the hitman, mm-hmm. he tells Pam, like, oh, yeah, you're going to like him. He's a biker. We grew up together on the East Coast. He has a mustache. So now the officers are like, great, now we have to find an upper cover with an East Coast accent and a mustache, you know? <laughs> Knows about your childhood and shit. Like, oh my God. shut up, Rick. Yeah. So I actually think that Pam was like so love drunk and committed to offing Tim that he could have just shown up without an accent or a mustache. Or a mustache. Yeah. And she would have still followed through. Uh-huh. The most disturbing comment she made during the phone calls with Rick was when she said, well, he said to her, so what about the girls? The girls being Pam's two His daughters. Kids. Yeah. yeah. That had been raised by Tim, whose family and friends describe him as like real nice guy. Not a violent sex offender like Rick. Anyways, Pam says, um, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll get over it. Oh my God, Pam. And she says it like that, like, it, like it's nothing. She like has the, really turned into like her inmates that she oversees. Oh, my gosh. Like her grown daughters with children are going to be like, hey, kids, meet your new grandpa. He can tell you stories about the prison because he's been there for over two decades because he's a sex offender. He gets to register everywhere he moves and they still check up on him. Isn't that special? (laughs) You can now call him grandpa or papa. Yeah. Have a papa. It's like, oh my God. Okay. Anyways, so they did manage to find an agent to go undercover that fits Rick's, you know, build of the description he had given Pam. And he met Pam in his truck in the parking lot of Denny's. Rick told Pam that she needed to bring a copy of the insurance policy Mm -hmm. and a picture of Tim and $1,000 to the meeting. 
Pam obliged and brought everything he had asked her to and jumped right in the undercover officer's truck with everything. Then she told the perceived hitman her thoughts were, we should make it look like an accident. Now, everyone knows that Rick likes to have a drink or two and sit in the hot tub. Tim, not Rick. Oh, yeah. Tim. Tim, the tool man. Tim. Oh, my God. Tim, the tool man. Taylor. He was a criminal. Did he get criminalized for something? I think just drugs. So I don't really count that. But yeah, he definitely went. He went to prison, though. Maybe he sold him. What? He was Santa Claus. Are you sure we're talking about the same person? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. Tim, the tool man. Taylor. Yes. 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 What's his real name? Oh, shit. Everyone's screaming it. It's one of those. I know. Look it up right now. Okay. I want to say Ted Danson, but it's Tim Allen. (laughs) Tim Allen. Yeah. He, this is really getting sidetracked, but in October 1978, Tim Allen, 25 at the time, was arrested by an undercover cop at Kalamazoo Battle Creek International Airport. Allen and partner were caught with over 650 grams of cocaine. Yeah. There you go. I don't know how you know this shit. He was a drug dealer. I remember stuff. Okay. So back to the story. Pam and the undercover officer sit. So you were saying he likes to, Tim likes to sit in the jacuzzi. Yeah. So Pam is in the truck with the undercover officer telling him, make it look like an accident. Tim likes to sit in the jacuzzi, have a drink. So I think you should just knock on the door around 10 o'clock, then take him around to the hot tub and done. Everyone will believe that he drank too much and drowned. Not a bad plan. Not a bad plan. Right. Although it's like, how do you, you got to like knock him out. Well, no, you could just hold him under. I mean, it depends on how big this guy is versus Tim, but. I don't know. You could just drown him. Hold him underwater if you're strong enough. That's so ruthless. It's really awful. Listen, I don't I don't advise any of this. I think it's a really bad plan. But yes, you're right. Because if he gets knocked out or has a head wound, I mean, I don't know. He could have fallen in the jacuzzi, hit his head, drown. True. Yeah. True. Okay. So Pam and the undercover basically like shook on it. And Pam handed him over a thousand dollars and agreed she'd give him the rest when the job was done. And she collected the policy, which I mean, I think she should have known right there. Like, that's not how hitman work. Like, you got to at least give him 50 percent before the job. Nobody's taking a thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, come on. Right. Okay, but once she handed over the money, that really sealed her fate. Since it was December 12th, as she was getting out of the truck, her and the undercover agent wished each other Merry Christmas. Oh, gosh. And then Pam was arrested about a minute later. (laughs) Pam is such an idiot. She is. So this was all news to Tim. By the way, Tim is sinking his lucky stars, man. Oh, he really is, right? So this whole... The process of this investigation took like six months. So this whole time, he doesn't know. No, he's coming home, you know, sitting in the hot tub, relaxing, not thinking a thing in the world. Can you imagine? 
No. So officers came to tell him about his wife's plan to off him. And after he processed the initial shock, he packed up all the Christmas gifts he had bought for Pam's no good cheating ass and took himself to Walmart and returned them. <laughs> okay. okay. That's, what, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh-huh. When it came time for court, Pam took a plea. Smart, right? Because all those letters, yeah. and phone calls. No, would be she s- knew. She knew. She was toast. Yes. And it, I just think it would be so cringy to like sit in a courtroom and have to relive all that. I want to be with you so bad, Rick. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? Okay. What was not smart was that she never really accepted responsibility. And she said something like, well, I just thought he was talking about divorce or something. Like, it was, like, so obscure and didn't make any sense. And the judge did not like that. So he kind of threw the book at her. She received 16 years. Mm. She was transferred out of state to serve her time because, obviously, correctional officers in Colorado know like her. Right. Mm -hmm. While Pam was locked up, Tim found love and remarried after the whole ordeal. Everyone was incredibly happy for Tim. But sadly, it didn't last long because in 2006, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Oh, shit. Yeah. He passed away in 2009. Oh, God. The worst kind of cancer ever. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry for him. Yeah. What a bummer and a half. Totally. He was buried at Arlington Cemetery, which is, I think that's like a real honor. Wait, is that where? Oh, in in D.C.? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pam was released in 2015 after serving 12 years of her sentence. Not real sure what she's been up to since her release, but based on some web sleuthing, it doesn't appear she is in touch with her daughters, which, I mean, I'm speculating that. Can't blame them, though. Pam sucks, right? What about um, uh, Rick? Okay. Rick did start that roofing business. So Rick got released for helping put Pam away. He went to or like got a he went back sentence. to a medium security and mm-hmm. then he was released. Yeah, he got he got posted as whatever parole or whatever. Right. OK, so um, I found his roofing business mm-hmm. online and I would like to share some of the reviews. I hope they're good because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to get yourself roofed. Feed. Uh, Well, they're just, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm not saying the name of his company or anything Okay. 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 This is one. Since my review was deleted over a year ago, LOL, not surprised. Let's just say we found out some very disturbing details about the owner and realtor company after attempting to sell a house that had more problems than what we thought when we bought it. Must be the Colorado way. Thankfully, we're moving and I couldn't be happier to get rid of this garbage excuse of a remodeled home. I do not suggest doing business of any kind with these people. Here's another one. 
This company has caused us so much stress and frustration, I can't even begin to explain all the problems we've had with them. We hired them about a year ago to fix our house when the hailstorm hit, and they still never put in new windows that they were paid to do, and they installed a skylight that was broken and dropping pieces of glass in the house. They never answer our calls, and now we have to pay another company to come out and finish work that we have already paid them to do. Okay, So he's not just roofing. He's like actually... I don't remodeling homes or something, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So basically, and listen, I understand people don't really leave reviews unless they want to leave a bad one most of the time. But if you guys want to leave a good one, go to Housewives of True Crime on any, you know, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen and leave us a review because it's really nice when you get a good one. Oh my God. It is so nice. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. But so basically, I'm not going to bore you with all Rick's reviews, but they're basically like the two I just wrote you. Okay. Yes. And then there's this one that stands out. It says, very happy with everything that was done. Very professional and on time with all of the items in the contract. Would definitely use them again. Fantastic company. <laughs> so that's so nice. Somebody had a lovely experience, they right? did. Yeah. Well, I checked the name and it was posted by one Lisa Hampton, which happens to be the same name as Rick's sister. (laughs) I'm just saying what a coincidence. That really is a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. So little PSA, research your contractor or your roofer or whatever. And also, if you're writing a phony review, change your damn name. I agree. All right. Well, that's a WAP. That's a WAP. And the only person that is really got the short end of the stick here is freaking Tim. And the daughters. Yeah, for sure. And then they really ended up losing, you know. Both their parents. Both of their parents. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not having their grandkids call Rick Papa. No. And I just wonder... So I think that Pam and Rick live about an hour from each other. You wonder if they have, like, if she ever reached out and was like, hey, why'd you do that to me? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, bitch, you put me in the medium security and I wasn't, or max. high max security and I wasn't about to, like, go down like that. Yeah. I think he got real used to prison. Yeah. You know, he's like, sounds like he kind of ruled the roost in uh, medium security. Sounds like it. Well, I will tell you, I just saw on an alert that I think the queen is on her last days. Did you I see know. that? I saw that yeah. too. So it seems like Queen Elizabeth out of the UK is probably living her last couple days on this earth. But she's old, right? I think everybody has been waiting for... Prince Charles, is it Prince Charles is going to become the new king? I don't know. I mean, supposedly, right? But then yeah. I thought that maybe they were going to bypass him. I don't think just give so. It to, and just give it to Will. No, they're not going to do that. No? I, I think that goes against Queen all. Kate? No, I, she I, wouldn't be the queen. Oh, it'd just, just be like, like just know, like Prince you know, Philip. Queen, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Well, still, I mean, she'd be a queen in my heart. <laughs> is she? I love her. I think she's so cute. She is very cute. She's very proper. I think it takes a lot of freaking work to be her. Just which... the way she kneels in pictures. You see her kneeling. Oh, I know. With her legs. She must do so much yoga to wear skirts and be in high heels and kneel down to like whisper to her children without showing any cooch. <laughs> It's so impressive. <laughs> How about that she doesn't lose her shit on her children when they are being assholes? Oh, my God. So impressive. Hopefully everybody has a fabulous Monday. If you haven't checked us out on Patreon, this is a perfect week to do so because Gretchen has the story of Army Hammer and it's batshit crazy. Yeah, it is. So... If you haven't joined our Patreon, I suggest do so now. Patreon.com forward slash Housewives of True Crime. And we are going to have it available on Apple subscription. If not this week, it will for sure be next week. We are working right now to get that done as well. So that'll be an easy fix for all of you guys that listen on Apple. If you haven't reviewed us, please do. It really helps us in the rankings. Also, please, please, please tell your friends about us. We really appreciate all of your love and support, but it helps us grow and we have to grow to keep doing this. So please, please, if you love us, tell your friends. And I think that's it for this week, Gretchy Poo. I think so. All right. Clank, clank. Clank, clank.